Hey everybody, welcome to episode 46 of the Chan's Logic Podcast. Oh, I just broke anchor, any, everyone. But anyway, we're on episode 46 of the Chan's Logic Podcast. I'm super excited for this episode. I have a really big announcement that Steph's really excited about. Uh, the podcast is now live on Spotify. Oh, I'm like, you have an announcement. This yeah. is a surprise. She didn't know either. But, uh, that, but this is episode 46 of the Chan's Logic Podcast. We're live on Spotify now, so if you listen to Spotify and you find that to be the most audible pleasure zone for you, then you can go listen to this on Spotify now instead of having to go through Apple iTunes or SoundCloud or TuneIn or Stitcher or... Oh my good lord. What else is there? Or you can just rewatch it on Facebook. That's true. Now we're bringing it on Facebook, so I think that's going to be pretty exciting. Woohoo. Yay. Yay. I got this t-shirt from a company called Common. I got on, on with their CEO, actually, and had a pretty cool conversation about social change and agencies for change and stuff like that. It was kind of neat. Trying to understand whether or not companies should get involved in the political realm that pushes towards what their intended demographic is, like Tom's giving free shoes to people or companies like that who are inc- in, including social change in their business model and making an impact with that social change. And so that's what that company's all about, and I thought it was pretty neat. That's fun. Yeah. So anyway, this episode, I've been, I don't know, I probably interviewed like 10,000 coaches now or 1,000 coaches now or 900 million or something like that. 900 but, million. <laughs> and I've talked to uh, quite a few business owners. I get on a lot of phone calls now and I've, I've noticed that maintaining your sanity and being happy after a lot of years is, is a really challenging proposition for business owners. And I've noticed there are some of the most destroyed, sad, and mentally distinguished people I've ever met after years and years of suffering. And so I just wanted to do it. We wanted to do an episode to talk about how you can kind of pull yourself out of that when it's time to get away from that and what it looks like to start something that's going to essentially be really good from the beginning or at least understand how to go there and how to make the best decisions moving forward. Because nobody needs that kind of mental anguish that we start to see in people with what this stuff does to them. Yeah. We should probably start with maybe how to start the biz- like how to start a gym without digging yourself into that. Yeah, so if you have a gym or a local business or an online business or anything like that, I think the first mistake people make is they try to we have this concept where you're a hero if you bootstrap it and you start with like no money or whatever or you or you try to finance yourself with a minimal investment, but I think it's a it's one of the problematic ways to go if you don't get in you need to bootstrap enough to have employees to have operational efficiencies and everything like that hammer down software services you shouldn't be in the position to where you say oh we can skimp on this or oh i can do this by myself because i think Mm -hmm. the road to being unhappy and miserable starts with trying to do this by yourself and thinking you're going to do one of two things pay yourself later which is a huge problem (laughs) And the second thing is you think you're going to hire later versus hire now. So I think when you start, you're, you make a business plan that you're probably going to ignore down the road, but you're, you're think, your business plan just needs to be a guideline and a direction for what you're going to be looking at in the future. And it needs to include what the business is, what the specific niche is, what the marketing strategy of the business is, what the operational costs are. And, and your costs need to include not just operating the business, not just the products, not just the services. It needs to, you need to put down the variable costs, all the costs associated with marketing, how that's going to change, what you're going to do. It needs to include this, the cost of each employee. And you need to understand how many hours in the day you're willing to put into this. And then you need to map out what you're good at and what you're not good at and create a staff 
of need from that. So you can say, okay, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm capable of. And this is how I need to focus on the business. And this is who I need to hire to actually execute on the strategies that I create and develop. Because if you try to do it all on your own and you have no money at the start, it's a recipe for burnout, disaster, and mental anguish. Yeah, definitely. Need to get a team built from the get-go. That was at least, you know, for us, we had each other to kind of um, depend on and you know, dig each other out when one of us couldn't do something or whatever, but definitely having, you know, to try and do everything by yourself, that's just a nightmare. sounds all good and dandy and great, like, yeah, I'm my own boss and I do what I want. And it's just, that's bad mentality to have from the get-go. Exactly. Because if you have that mentality, I'm my own boss and make my own hours. I can do everything and I can hire later and pay myself later. It's never going to happen. No. You're not, you're going to set yourself up with an unscalable asset that is just a miserable job in a dungeon you go to every day. And more often than not, we start these things because it's a passion we have and it's a passion we want to pursue. And for the, the gym industry example, for example, I've, I know so many people who are amazing coaches, who are amazing athletes, who are amazing people inside gyms, mm-hmm. but then they get into this kind of thing where they start their business out of their passion and they didn't understand the efficiencies and the costs and the variables associated with it and all the different people that they needed to hire and bring up. And then that all falls apart. They lose friends, people come and go. And by the end of it, they're hardened, battle wounded soldiers. And so I think we need to make sure that we understand what we're getting into when we start these businesses. And I I hesitate to say this, but in, in the functional fitness world, it's, Nobody talks about how how hurtful it is and how mentally problematic it becomes and how much damage it does to your psyche because you might get the hammer thrown down on you by the the organizations that are above everything that think everything's all sunshine and gumdrops, but you really need to understand what you're getting into and you really need to understand when it's time to get out. Definitely, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, I agree. It's It's something that, like you said, you get, you know you get into it because it's something you love. You want to help people. Um, and then, I mean, you know, the fitness industry, yeah, people, people come and they go and you get, um, really great clients that stick around forever. You get the clients that are, you know, touch and go, they come, they go. And then, um, you know, you get the people who are like, well, I'm just here to try it and I don't really like care about my health. And, then they're there like everyone's in a blue moon. Um, and, you know, it's sometimes it's, like, disheartening because it's like, well, what did I do wrong when they do finally leave or something? Um, but, yeah, it's just, you know, people don't value their health enough to be like, this is something I need to, you know, stick with all the time. And then those of us who are doing it out of, like, you know, love for helping people and seeing people um, improve from, you know, injuries or just losing weight or, you know, living a better life. Um, you know, it just makes us feel like, wow, like we failed, you know? So it, it does after a few years, it's like, it's going to happen time and time again. And you just kind of, it happens, you know, few times every year and it's like, eh, well, there goes another one. And it gets to the point where it's like, yeah, you just don't have feelings for it anymore when it's happened so many times. But um, that's something too that you have to learn to just cope with and not take it personally um, because it's nothing you can control, so. Yeah, and it's the same thing with staff. When you start this, it's it's a highly relationship-driven industry. So we find that 
where you bring in, you have the best intentions in the world of helping everybody. And then if you only focus on starting it yourself and running everything and hopefully bringing people in later, you're going to have people come and go. You're going to lose a lot of friends. You're going to lose a lot of people who you cared about and be about in the beginning and you're going to lose a lot of relationships. So if you, mm-hmm. if you don't set yourself up in the mindset at the beginning that, yes, this is highly relationship driven. And yes, I do care about the people I'm working with, but this is the business I own and this is the structure and these are the boundaries I've set to make sure that I don't get emotionally involved or emotionally drained and drained from this thing. Then I think you're set, you set yourself up for, for success because you start to get into the mindset of, uh, I'm, I'm the leader, the boss, the guy who's running everything. I have my employees who are under me. Yes, we're friendly and fun and all that, but that's kind of where it ends. We can have a great work culture and great environment and stuff like that, but you just don't get too emotionally involved and attached in that. And the same thing with the people you work with. You're going to get really close to your clients and really excited about them, and then they're going to come and go, and you're going to retain some forever, and you're going to lose a lot over time, or you're going to lose a little bit over time. Everybody has a different churn level, but you need to get out of the mindset to where it emotionally hurts you when those people come and go in terms of both sides. And if you're not running a gym, if you're running a a local business or any sort of business, this thing's going to happen anyway. So Mm -hmm. you need to put yourself in the mindset that uh, it's a business, it's all business is relationship driven, but I need to make sure that I don't emotionally drain myself when I'm trying to build this thing up. And I need to make sure that I don't push myself too thin. I need to put myself in a position to where I can run this thing. I have the financial resources to run this thing. And I have the people underneath me who can run this thing as well. And I'm not just trying to pay myself later and I'm trying to hire later. I'm starting off right. I'm starting off with the adequate funds to make this thing work. If you think you're going to pay yourself later, that's a huge mistake. But you need to make sure, and people think debt is like this bad word, or it's like this impossible thing to get. It's easy to get loans. It's easy to get investors. It's easy to get co-founders to jump in with you. Uh, you just, with partners, just be careful because that's a whole no, a whole nother ball game. But if you find investors, now you need to say, okay, do I want the support from these guys from a higher level and the money from these guys to help me drive my business? And is the potential of being cut out of it eventually okay with me? Do I have an exit strategy planned out? If you're an entrepreneur, you always have an exit strategy. The thing isn't going to be something you do for life. But if it's a local business and you're invested in it and you really love it, you're probably going to do it forever. So those are two things to think about. And then there's loans. There's small business loans. There's bank loans. There's all of these things you can take out. And the way you finance growth is with money. And so you need to have money to reallocate and reinvest back in that growth or you're going to end up in a stagnant cycle of business where you sit there for five, six, seven years and you don't grow, you don't do anything, or you hit the traditional five-year mark and you shut down just like most small businesses do because they couldn't make that grind. And so don't think about money and loans as the enemy. Think about money and loans as an investment to drive your business forward, to push into the avenues that you need to build and grow to where you want to grow. You have development cycles where you're building out and you're building the infrastructure and the people and all the stuff you need. And then you have growth cycles where you're trying to grow the business rapidly and you're trying to take it to the next level. And then you're taking what you make and you're reinvesting it back into development. Then the development allows you to reinvest into growth and you just go in these cycles (laughs) over time. But if you don't do this and you don't set yourself up at the beginning to have those cycles and have the financial resources to make those cycles, you're going to set yourself up for failure. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Mm-hmm. That was a lot of words. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure you breathed at all. I don't breathe much. You should have heard the last <laughs> podcast. It was 20 minutes without a breath. I did hear that. Anybody who listens to this in two times is brave. Two times speed. <laughs> <laughs> you won't catch everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I agree. Um, going back to, you know, with like staff and um, especially with like small businesses where it's, 
it's only like a handful of you. There's five, six of you and you guys are literally together all day, every day, um, going through the motions, you know, running whatever your business is, you know, making sure everything's working for the day. Um, I definitely think and agree that, yeah, you get, you get very attached and you become friends or, you know, in some, most cases with the fitness industry, you bring friends in, um, you know, to coach or, you know, whatever, help you with the business. Um, and that's a lot of times when, you have to like really like think about you know if you if you want to lose a friend down the road or um you know if you want to keep that person around for a long time because it's definitely um you know a, a hit or miss with keeping them as a long-term you know friendship um you've got to like you know as a business owner you have to keep that that fine line of like yes we are friends but also, like, you work for me, um, you know, because you get people where you're like, okay, well, I feel bad and I just want to take care of them, but then you don't take care of yourself. Um, and then it just becomes a whole nightmare because then not only does it put you in a bad situation as far as, like, your friendship, but it's going to put you in a bad situation as the business owner because, you know, if, if things start going, you know, downhill or you have to start, like, you know, a lot of us as owners, you want to, you want to be able to build the business up enough and have a staff that like you can take little steps back off the floor, um, and work, you know, focus more on the business and, and that kind of thing. Um, but at the same time, it's like, you know, you don't want to go too far back or like give up too much responsibility to these people who are, you know, working for you because if things start going downhill, well, that's on you, you know, not only for yourself, but for your staff members. Um, and then it puts everybody just in a bad situation where now we're like, okay, got to figure this all out again. It's like starting over almost. Um, so I don't know. I definitely just agree there. You got to watch you know, be careful with the people you bring in. Really um, question whether you value your friendship enough that you want to get into that bad, awkward situation before you do, so. Yeah, exactly. It's a good point. If you hire friends, be ready to lose those friends. If yeah. something goes wrong down the road or something doesn't make sense or whatever happens down the road, it's just a pro- like a part of employing people and hiring people. Not everybody's always happy and good to go at the end some people are but it's still it changes the dynamic of your relationship with people so mm-hmm. if you're going to hire people i always recommend put your application and all the info you need on like career builder craigslist facebook jobs linkedin all those things and do some interviews and really get to know people before you bring them in and really get to understand who they are and what they look for and all that stuff and look to your friends last don't mm-hmm. don't bring them in first because it's just it'll change the dynamic of your relationship and one thing I want to start doing on these podcasts a lot because it's so not okay for whatever reason to talk about the emotional anguish that happens in running a business with small business owners and micro business owners especially that when they bring it out it's this big it's a hoopla and it's sometimes they get attacked by other people or sometimes people are super supportive for them and just want to make sure that we have an open forum to talk about the struggles the triumphs the problems and all the situations that happen while running businesses because it is okay to talk about it and if you run a, a crossfit gym and you say that it's emotionally challenging to run this gym and people don't like it then that's okay but you need to have an avenue and a group of people that you can to talk talk about it with and i know uh 
a lot of entrepreneurs go crazy and end up mentally unstable because of this kind of stuff because they don't have anyone to talk to. So it's mm-hmm. it's really important that you have a group of people or someone, anybody outside your business that you can reach out to and that you can talk and you can relate to and right. you can go back and forth with. Steph and I are lucky that we have each other. We have all the people in the Mad Lab group who are amazing and all the people at Out of the Cave who are amazing to talk to. But mm-hmm. you have to make sure that you can talk to people and you have the capabilities because your your mental health is at stake and it, it will wear you down and it will turn you into a different person and it'll put you in a dark place. That's true. Chan doesn't have feelings. No, I lost those during the war. <laughs> well, Chan doesn't have feelings <laughs> as it is. But especially when like we're having tough days at the gym or you know with any of the businesses, I'm like, wow, Chan really doesn't even have a heart right now. No heart, no soul. But that's what happens, you know? You definitely lose those feelings and you're just like emotionless. You're like, eh, it's normal. It happens. Yeah, that's what I'm over it. You know, that kind of thing. But you don't want to be in that situation. You don't want to be to the point where you're just like, whatever, don't care. I've learned to understand empathy. Like you, you understand what people are feeling and how to react off their feelings but also to be a stone cold killer. <laughs> no feelings displayed when you're in business, laser focus, that's it. <laughs> things go wrong, things go right, doesn't matter. Move on, shift gears, move forward, go, done. That's true. If it's a video game, it's like a cheat code, X, Y, A, B, upside down, C. <laughs> and then there's me who keeps failing at the same spot and has to redo it. Yeah, and then Steph expresses her emotions. emotions. Yeah. And I tell her, it's fine, we'll just shift gears and figure it out. That's true, and then I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, and then we do it. <laughs> But that's good collaboration. It's good working back and forth. And it's good. It's, it's probably one of the better business mindsets to be in. Understand what people are doing. Have empathy for these people and understand what they're going to do before they do it. Really work towards their empathy and really make sure you take care of them. But at the same time, make sure that you're in the position to where you're ready to shift gears and move out of the way if you need to. You're ready to turn around and adjust things and you keep your emotions out of it. Because if you get too emotional in it, you can't run an effective program or business and you can't make effective decisions and that's why I call myself a stone cold killer because if I get really emotional then we something probably went really wrong and so I can always step back and have a bird's eye view and really adjust and modify and switch and move around and it's really hard to do that though most of us are so emotional that we immediately react and we immediately adjust and we immediately have to do something but if you take a second to think about it (laughs) yeah but she does great and that's why we feed off each other but if you take a second to think about it uh, you can really make some better decisions you can really put yourself in a better place and you can not regret saying things to people you wouldn't have otherwise said Mm -hmm. and then and I just I mean you have, you just really have to think about yourself too. That's one thing I've learned, you know, obviously you want to take care of people. You want to make sure everybody is happy, but you know, in the long run, like think about yourself too, before you make decisions, because you just don't want to put yourself in a position where you're like, crap, you know, I, I dug myself into this hole again for the fifth time, you know, when I should have learned after the second and third time, um, you know, you just, you don't want to, you don't want to keep putting yourself in that position where you look back and you're like, I should have learned my lesson before. I don't know why I did it again. You know, just make sure you're, you're looking after yourself too. <clears throat> exactly. I always talk about focus on you first and that's a hundred percent. If you're yeah. making a decision and it's going to affect you in any way, especially like emotionally or mentally, you need to make sure that what you're doing is going to impact you 
minimal or not at all and it's going to put you in a good place then you make the decisions to make everyone else happy because ultimately if you're not happy there's no way you should ever be able to expect to make other people happy because all you're doing is walking in with a fake smile on your face that's very true and and you'll learn too that when you don't think about yourself you know first and you're trying to take care of everybody else in the long run you usually get pooped on yeah and you're just miserable and you don't want to be a miserable person yep and that's pretty much it. <laughs> so we, we yeah. this is something that we've seen a lot and we've been thinking about a lot lately. And I've seen some really good people become really sad and get into really tough spots until they pull themselves out. And so I want to make sure that there's at least someone out there talking about it. And then there's an, there's an open forum that allows people to express how they're feeling. And mm-hmm. if you guys are, if anyone's listening to this and you're in these positions, shoot me a message on my Chan's Logic Messenger page. And we'll go back and forth, or if anybody's interested, we can even start like a Facebook group around this kind of stuff. It's just a vent. It's like PTSD around business ownership (laughs) for for a lot of people. and Small local businesses. And all they really need is a mentor or someone to talk to to help them pull out of this mindset and understand what the direction is. And sometimes the direction is shifting gears, moving strategy, and winning. And sometimes the direction is shifting gears, adjusting strategy, and getting out of the business and winning because you're either going to win in business or you're going to win in life or you're going to win in both. But you need to make sure you're making an effective decision to where you're in the best possible position for you. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah. And that's all she wrote. Smack. <laughs> Steph yeah. hates it when I say that. Anyway, we're, we're doing pretty well. We have the gym, we have Mad Lab and Out of the Cave and all this stuff. We're traveling a lot. Steph's pregnant, if anyone didn't know. <laughs> uh, so we have a whole little pooping eating machine that's going to come out and consume all of our time in a little bit. Yep, we got four months left. <laughs> yeah, so it'll be it'll be pretty cray cray. Smack again. She hates it when I say that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys, that's all we got for today. If you have questions about this episode or if you want to express your thoughts and feelings and you need someone to talk to, shoot me an email, Chandler at StoneAgeField.com or shoot me a Facebook message and we'll go back and forth. Uh, and, And that's it. Let me know what you guys think, what your thoughts are. I think this is a really important episode. And that's it. Say bye, Steph. Bye, Steph. Did you say bye, Steph? Bye. See ya. Falling apart.